Rav Alpert. Allow me a little introduction, however. That's the prerogative of, my, of the chair, at least. The topic, as you are well aware, that was chosen, deals with Shabbos, and the text is taken from one of the Zmiris of Friday night, these two parallel expressions, of course, allude to the two aspects of Shabbos. One, the Zohar Shema Shabbos Lekatsho in Parshish Yisrael, and then the, then the Shomor Shom HaShabbos Lekatsho in Voeschanan. Zohar implies that we are to remember the Shabbos in our thoughts and to give verbal expression to the importance of Shabbos as a memorial to Hashem, Hashem's creation, and as, as well as homage to Him, the creator and master of the universe. The Shomor, on the other hand, refers to the physical demonstration of this remembrance of the Shabbos and our homage uh, to Hashem, which entails a cessation of all kinds of malocha, any kind of weekday activity. Chazal teaches that both the Zohar and the Shomor, B'dibur Echad, were simultaneously uttered in a single pronouncement, and what we infer, of course, from this is, is that these two different aspects of Shabbos observance are actually one and inseparable. Zohar can exist without the Shomar, and Shomar, on the other hand, cannot exist without the Zohar. To build the proper kind of Kedusha Shabbos, both elements are needed. The principle I wish to, to stress, of course, is this intimate connection between the concepts of Shomar and Zohar, which is the physical demonstration and the spiritual adoption of one and the same truth. This is not only true in the institution of Shabbos, but in every kind of mitzvah. The union and the common destiny of both the physical and the spiritual elements in human life and endeavor are basic and fundamental to Yadus. In order to create the Kedusha Yisrael, we need both elements as well as the Kedusha Shabbos in Zman itself. We need these two elements, Zohar Shomar. I took the liberty to make this introduction, although, of course, as a chairman, I'm rather restricted in the presentation, but it's been many years that I had the opportunity to, to um, be with you, and uh, the theme itself sort of uh, constrains me. It says, Zohar and Shomar B'dibur which means all I have is Ein Vot. I say this from my good friend Herschel. One word, and that word has to be Zohar, I have to carefully watch it, and Shomar, and then and only Shomar is watch it, and, and Zohar is to, to uh, just pay reference to it. But this principle of Kedushas Shabbos and Kedushas Yisrael I introduce because of uh, the theme that uh, the Choshev Rosh Hashiva has chosen will be Shtei Kedushas, a little bit different, but some reference to the Kedushas Hayom of Shabbos as well as Yom Tov, and so I introduce it in this fashion. To have the opportunity to present so Choshev and uh, distinguish a Rosh Hashiva is a special privilege for me. My special affinity to Harav Reb Nosen Alper is because of the fact that one of his very fine Talmidim has just taken the pulpit in Madawan, which is a community, the, I say the youngest Orthodox Kehillah in Middlesex, which borders on my community. And so I have Adina de Barnetza with you. And so this is my relationship to you. Harav Alper in addition to his work, you know, for 14 years as a Rosh Hashiva, um, 
as is well now heading a very exciting kind of program, the Yor Yor Yodin Yodin program. In fact, he would like to even get back tonight so he can be with us here with his, with his Talmidim, but we're going to ask them to remain with us beyond this moment of this year as well as to be at um, the dinner with us this evening. And now, uh, with special covered and privilege for myself and covered for us all, I present Harav Reb Nassim Alper. First, uh, I want to extend the hearty yashakoyach to the chairman, Rabbi Schwartz, who introduced me. And uh, the zmiroys that he said about me, I accept on behalf of Shabbos, schus of Shabbos. And uh, I'm also happy that Zohar Vishomer Bedibrechot Nemo, because if Rabbi Schwartz, Rav Schwartz would have spoken a little bit longer, so I think he almost would have said my shit. The Toys for Shabbos would be more than the Indian of Shabbos itself. As was mentioned, we have a program in the Yeshiva, Koilal Yodin Yodin. So you would properly expect, as you say, a shir concerning a Dvaraloche about Shabbos. Well, I'm going to disappoint you. Uh, Right now, we're totally immersed. We finished through Halokim Echoshe Mishpot and part of Yeradeh, Rabto Hilche Spiri Verivye, in the midst of Cherem Rabbeinu Gershom. And somehow I couldn't tie Cherem Rabbeinu Gershom with Shabbos together, so I couldn't find a link. So, uh, and to say Advar Aloch about Shabbos not being completely immersed in Shabbos, I didn't want to do so, and certainly before such an audience. So therefore, I decided to to speak about the sinyan of the machlekes that we find in three instances, whether it's Gdusho Achas or Shtei Gdushos. We find the, the Mishneh in Erevin, Daflamet Chesamet Aleph, a machlekes Rebelezer and the Chachom. If you have Yontef preceding Shabbos, or Yontef following immediately after Shabbos, are the two days considered Dusho Achas as one long day, or are they considered Shtei Dushois, two separate days? The Nafkimine, we have in regards to two things. One is could you make an Erev if a person uh, wanted to be Koine Shvise, that he's mocking on Yontef, which comes out on Friday, should be to the Mizrach of the town. So could he have one Erev for Yontef? And one era for Shabbos. So if these are two separate days, so on the day of Yontef, on Friday, Yomokim Shvise could be 2,000 Amois to the east of the town, thereby uh, giving you the privilege of walking 4,000 Amois to the east. And on Shabbos, you can make an Erev to the, to the west of the town. If it's Kedusha Achas, so if it's one day, one day... You have to be koine shvise, have a mokim at the beginning of the day for the entire day. You cannot have a mokim for half a day. Now the nafkimine is by Beitzer Shanildo Biyontev, whether it's Mutter and Shabbos. An egg that's born on Yontev is also on that day. So if Shabbos and Yontev is Gdusho Achas, so then it's also for the entire period of 48 hours. If it's two separate days, 
then it should be mutter if we don't hold Achone the Rab. So that we find the Machlekes by Yontev and Shabbos. We also find the Machlekes in Dafla Metes and Erevin, in the Mishneh, between Reb Yudah and the Chachomim, in regards to two days, Shnei Yomim Toivim Shal Rosh Hashanah, two days of Rosh Hashanah. Are they considered Shteik Dushois, two separate days? One day is Kodesh, one day is Choyl. We don't know which one, therefore we have to observe both days with the same Gdusha. Or is it considered Gdusha Achas, Yoyma Arichte, one long day? Again, the Navkimin is Legabe Erev, could you have an Erev for one day to one side of the town, an Erev for the other day to the other side of the town? And again, the Navkimin is by Beitzah Shanoildo the first day, is it Muta the second day? So that we have the Machlekes between Rabbi and Chachon. And the Gemara in Beyeh, the Abdaladam at Beis, we have a Machlekes Amaroim in regards to the Shnei Yomim Toivim Shalgolius. Two days Pesach, two days Shvuyas, two days Sukkos. What din do they have? Rav and Rabbi Yechanan say that they have a din of Shteik Dushois, and therefore Beitzah Shanoildo, a day an act that's born on the first day is Mutter the second day. Ravasa holds that they have a din of Gdusha Achas of one long day. So this Machlekes, whether it's Gdusha Achas or Shteik Dushois, pertains, we find, by three things. By Yom Tev and Shabbos, two days Rosh Hashanah, and two days Shnei Yom Tev and Shogolius. Lidine, we passing that Shabbos and Yom Tev have a din of Shteik Dushois, like Rebeleza, and you could have separate Erevs, one Erev for Yom Tev, one Erev for Shabbos. By Rosh Hashanah, we pass that the two days have a din of Yoyme Arichte, Gdusha Achas, and Shnei Yom Tevishal Goliois have a din of Shtei Gdushas. So Teisve says Sakash in Irl, Daflametes Omed Aleph, and says Teisve says Teimo, says how, how come that the Psak that we pass is contrary to the Svore that we find in the Gemara? The Gemara in Erevan, Daflametes Omed Aleph, so it says, Moidim Chachomim Rebeleza. The Chachomim are Moidim to Rebeleza. That even though they disagree with Rebeleza, and they hold that Shabbos Fiyontev is considered Kedusha Achas, or it's a Sophic whether it's Kedusha Achas. Nevertheless, by the two days Rosh Hashanah, they are Moidim that it has a din of Shtei Kedushas. So we see from the Gemara, from the Chachomim, from the Tanoim, that it's more plausible to say that, that Rosh Hashanah, that the two days Rosh Hashanah is Shtei Kedushas, then Shabbos and Yontev should be Shtei Kedushas. That even though the Chachomim hold that Shabbos and Yontev is Gdusha Achas, nevertheless, by the two days Rosh Hashanah, they hold that it's Shtei Kedushas, which is just the opposite of the Haloche. La Haloche we pasken that Shabbos and Yontev is Shtei Kedushas, and the two days Rosh Hashanah is Gdusha Achas. So how could you have such an extreme machlekes of svoris hafuches? That according to the Gemara, according to the Chachomim, it's more svore to say that the two days Rosh Hashanah are shteik dushois, more so than Shabbos v'yontev. And Lidina we pass from just the reverse. That's the kasha which Teis v'says, then remains with a kasha, teima. L'chure, Teis v'skasha is not a kasha at all. Because the machlekes, whether the two days of Rosh Hashanah are considered one long day, Yoyme Arichtek, Dushachas, or two separate days, Shtek Dushais. So the Shaila is, what were the Chachomim Misaki? 
Minatoira Rosh Hashanah is only one day. Second day is Midrabona. So here the Shaila is, is about the, the Takonas Chachomim, where the Chachomim is sacking to be noyek, to observe the two days Rosh Hashanah, Bitoiras Vadai, according to the Takonah that they were misaking, that if the Edim came in Amincha or so then we are not Mikabal the Edim anymore. So if they came on the 30th day of Elul, Bezin will not be Mikabal the Edim, and then Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Tishrei, will be the next day, the, 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 the 31st day. Nevertheless, so we know, so the Beis Havad, the Bezin knows for sure that the 30th day will not be Rosh Hashanah. Nevertheless, there's a din that they still have to observe that day with Kedusha. So we see there's an Indian by Rosh Hashanah that you have to be noyek, you have to conduct yourself and observe it as a Yomtev, even where there's no Sophic, even though we know Vadai at that time, we know Vadai that the first day would not be a Yomtev, yet you have to observe it as a Yomtev. So therefore, this causes us to, to think that the that the two days of Rosh Hashanah have to be observed as Yom Arichte. And I would add a little bit to this. Why can't we say, even though you have to observe the two days Rosh Hashanah, what forces us to say that it's one long day? Maybe it's still two separate days. <coughs> one day is a Yontef Minatere, and the other one is a Yontef Midrabona. But that's impossible. Rosh Hashanah is only one day. I heard this from my Rebbe many, many times. I saw in the Takones Chazal that in order for Chazal to make a Takone, they need two things. Two things are necessary. One is there must be a basic need for the Takone. Chachomim just don't make Takones for nothing. Secondly, even if you have the greatest need to make a Takone, but if you don't find a mocker for the Takone in the Teireh, it's a pattern to follow according to the Teireh, then the Chachomim cannot make a Takone. The Takonas Chachomim only has to be an extension of the Din of the Teireh. But they cannot make up a new thing. And the Raya which my Rebbe brought was from the Gemara in Gitten, Dafyodala Domedala. The Gemara says that Hanet Lasmile, by three things, so the Chachomim were mesaking Takones, Kimilse Bloitaime. Like a Milse, like a thing without a Tan. Without a Tan. Gemara mentions three things, I'll mention just one. One is Maimat Shloshta. <clears throat> that if I have money, Uven has money by Shimon, and he wants to transfer it to Levi, so if all three parties are together, and Uven says to Shimon, the money which I have be, by you should belong to Levi, so Levi is coin of the money. So that's Kimil Sebeloi time. So Teisve says in Gitten, it doesn't mean that this is a Takone without any reason for the Takone. Certainly, there's a very basic need for this Takone. We know that most of business goes on credit. And if you could, if you could uh, facilitate the passage of credit from one to the other, that's what business is all about. Now, if you would have to go through the technical way of acquiring the, the, the money through Kinyonim, so the only way Ruven would be able to, uh, to give over the money that he has by Shimon, the way he could give it over to Levi, is for Levi would have to go and pick up the money, be coined with a Kenyan, then the money would be his. Now, Levi needs credit. He has, to, he, has, he has a business venture. So if he has credit, so he could clinch the deal. If he'll have to go and get the money, so by that time, 
that person will sell the, the business to someplace else. So therefore, there is really a basic need, a reason for Maimachloshtam, that to do away with the technical way of acquiring money, but just by word alone, I say the money which I have by you belongs to you, and he requires the money, it's his money, and based on that he can go and, and clinch a deal or buy, buy, buy something. So Teisve says, so what does it mean, Kemil Sebeloi Taime? Not that there is no need for such a takone, but Kemil Sebeloi Taime means there is no mokya for such a takone. There is no basis for such a takone, for such a din minatoyro. Minatoyro, we don't find that ownership could be transferred by words alone. So we see testimony from Chazal that whenever they accept these three things, whenever the Chazal made a takone, there were two things. There was a need for the takone and a basis for this takone in a Torah. The Chachomim could only extend the din of the Torah, but not to create a new din which does not exist in a Torah. So therefore for the Chachomim to come and say the Torah says Rosh Hashanah is one day, and the Chachomim to come and say Rosh Hashanah is two days is impossible. Even though we have the, 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 the best time, the best reason why we should have two, two, two days Rosh Hashanah. But you can't. The Torah says it's one day. How could, you, how could you make two days? So what the Chachomim could do, they could extend the day of the Torah. Since there's an union of Teisve Shabbos, Teisve Yontev, so the day of the Torah is 24 hours, the Chachomim came and said that the day of the Torah is 48 hours. We extended the day. Therefore, if we hold that you have to observe the two days Rosh Hashanah, it has to be Yom Ha'arichte. It cannot be two days. To say one day is a Yom Tev one day is a Yom Tev so why can't you have an Ere for one day and an Ere for the other day? Since they're really two different days. Because for the Chachomim to be in two days Rosh Hashanah, so then the second day could only be an extension of the first day. We made it into a longer day, but not to make two days Rosh Hashanah. Therefore, it's Yom Ha'arichte. If Yom Ha'arichte, you cannot have an Erev, two Erevs for two separate, for two separate days. <clears throat> so the, to, get back, to get back to this Shiloh. So, so therefore, so as we said, the two days Rosh Hashanah is a Shiloh with whether what was the nature of the Takonas Chachomim. Whether the Chachomim made it into a long day, they extended the day, they made it into a Yom Ha'arichte, or the two days Rosh Hashanah are basically like the two days of Pesach. One day is Kodesh, one day is Choyl, it's a Sveike de Yoime. So therefore, Mitzat Sofik, you have to observe it, you have to be machmir and conduct yourself as if it's a Yom Tivdike day. So it's really only one day. So therefore, you could have, you could have two separate Erevs. If, if yesterday was, was Yom Tev, so you made an Erev for Yom Tev. So the second day, you could go without an Erev. If yesterday was Choyl, so today the Erev is Chal. So I, but the reason that we said that, uh, that if Bo Eidim in Aminchol Mailo, Noyagim Oisayim Kodesh, Ulmocho Kodesh, Betoiras Vadai, that the Gemara says that's only a takone because Chayshinel is Zule. Because maybe if, if they wouldn't have to end the day big dusha, so maybe the next day already, the next year, they'll be mizalzel, they'll do Meloche figure just like last year. We thought it was Rosh Hashanah, it turned out that it's not Rosh Hashanah. Therefore, they'll already be mizalzel in the, in the dusha and observance of Rosh Hashanah. So here basically it's a shaila, what were the Chachomim Misaka? Whereas by Shabbos in Yontev, the Shaila, whether it's Gdusha Achas or Shtei Gdushas, is not dependent upon a Takonis Chachom. There's no reason here for the Chachomim to intervene and make Takonis, make it into one day or two days. Each day is a day that stands on its own two feet. 
this is Yomtev, this is Shabbos. So what, what reason there were, would there be for the Chachamim to come and to say, well, we'll make it into one day, we'll make it into two separate days. The Chachamim should stay out of this. So here the Machlekes by Shabbos v'yontev, whether it's Gdusha Achas or Shtei Gdushas, is a Machlekes based on the Iker Adin, Minatoiro. If Yontev precedes Shabbos or follows after Shabbos, is it one day Minatoiro or is it two days Minatoiro? So by Yontev in Shabbos, it's a Machlekes in Adiraisa, the Kalevo. Whether it's Gdusha Achas or Shtei Gdushas. By Rosh Hashanah, it's a Machlekes in Takonas Chachomim. What were the Chachomim Misakim? Whether Misakim a long day of Rosh Hashanah of 48 hours, or they were Mesakein, so if that's the case, by Yom Tev Shabbos we could pasken that it's Shteik Dushos, that Minatera Yom Tev and Shabbos are not considered like one day, and by Rosh Hashanah we could pasken that the Chachome were Mesakein, that the two days of Rosh Hashanah have a din of Yom Arichte. So what stays with Kashe? How could we pasken? How could we pass in by Yom Tev Shabbos? We pass in that it's Shtei Kedushas. And by Rosh Hashanah, we pass in that it's Kedusha Achas. One day it's two separate machlekes. So in one case we could pass like Rebbe Lezer, and one case we could pass not like Rebbe Lezer. So the taste was kashe, the taste was essence of vehemently tamer, remains by a kashe. So what's, what's the kashe? But after analyzing the lotion of the Gemara, we see that taste was kashe is a kashe. Because since it says, Moidim Chachomim Rebbe Lezer, the Chachomim are moedet to Rebbe Lezer. So we see from the Chachomim that, that they assume that if Rebbe Lezer holds by Shabbos v'yomtev that it's Shtei Kedushos, he certainly has to say that Rosh Hashanah is Shtei Kedushos. So therefore, try to say moedet, even though we disagree with you by Shabbos and we hold by Shabbos v'yomtev it's Kedusha Achaz, nevertheless, we admit that Rosh Hashanah is Shtei Kedushos. But if we say that the two Machlekes and of Rosh Hashanah and Shabbos are not related, are not dependent upon one another. So what's Shire to say, Moedim? And furthermore, how do the Chachomim know what Rebbe Lezer holds by Rosh Hashanah? Rebbe Lezer only says it's din by Shabbos. So maybe by Shabbos he holds that it's take dushes. That Minatere, Shabbos Viyontev is not considered dushachas. But Rosh Hashanah, which is mid Rabbonon, maybe the Rabbonon were misakin that it has a din of dushachas. So since it says, Moedim Chachomim Rebbe Lezer, so we see from, from the Chachomim, that the two things, the two dinim, are dependent upon one another. And if, if we hold by a Shabbos v'yomtev that it's take dushos, then Rebbe Lezer definitely has to hold that by Rosh Hashanah is also take dushos. Therefore the Chachomim say, even though we disagree with you in regards to Shabbos and Yomtev, and we hold that it's Dusha Achaz, but by Shnei Yomim Tovim Shal Rosh Hashanah, we are made to you that it's take dushos. So we see that really the two things are dependent upon one another. So they, they therefore Teisves are justified in asking. So if that's the case, how come Le'aloche we pasken the opposite of this word? Le'aloche we pasken that Shabbos v'yomtev is take dushos and Rosh Hashanah is dusha since we see from the Gemara that the two things are connected. And if you hold by Shabbos v'yomtev that it's take dushos, you should certainly hold that Shtei Yom Yomtev and Rosh Hashanah should be take dushos. So to, to be Mekatsa, we'll leave out some of the other Shilas here, get to the point. <clears throat> so really, let's first, let's first uh, discuss the union of Shabbos v'yontem. Whether it's Gdusha Achas or Shtei Gdusha is Minatoira. And uh, as a result of that, there's an Avkimine, whether you could make two Erevs, one Erev for Shabbos and one Erev for Yontem, 
or you have to be me'arev, if Yontev comes out before Shabbos, one Erev for two days, or no Erev, no Erev at all. So, Minatere, what story would there be to say that Shabbos in Yontev is one Kedusha, it's one day? True, we find that Yontev is also called Shabbos, Memochas Shabbos. But the Shabbos of Yontev is not the Shabbos of Shabbos. The Shabbos of Shabbos is by Yom Ashvi. Again, so what will we say? If Yontev precedes Shabbos, Yontev is on Friday, so the Yom Ashvi begins on Thursday night, impossible. Yom Ashvi is Yom Ashvi. Friday night begins Shabbos. So even though Yontev is also a type of Shabbos, but it's not the Shabbos Bereshis. So it's two separate days. So why can't you have one Amokim, Amokim into the Mizrach of the town on the day of Yontev and Amokim for Shabbos in a different part of the town, even though Yontev is also called Shabbos. So therefore I would suggest that we find in the Torah that Shabbos is known by two names. And I want to say that these two names explain the dual nature of Shabbos. In Breshis, Shabbos is known as Yoim Ashvi. The word Yoim Shabbos does not exist in Chumash Breshis. No such thing as Yom HaShabbos. First in Chumash Mois, in Yisro, in Aseres Adibrois, we find already another name for, the, for Yom HaShvi, Zohar, as Yom HaShabbos Lekatshe. It's called Yom HaShabbos. And throughout the Torah, Parsh of Vayakil. So we see that the Torah in the same Parsh switches from one to the other. Sheishes Yomim Teosem Elocho. So it's And we know that in the Torah, everything has meaning. There's, it's not coincidental. It's not, it's not by accident. So we have to understand what is, what is the significance of Yom Ashvi, and what is the significance of Yom HaShabbos? And where does the Yom HaShvi apply? And where does the Yom HaShabbos apply? The Medrash says, what was the state, the matzav of the world before HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Shabbos Kodesh? So the Medrash says, the world was in a state of soyu vavoyu. Completely in a state of anarchy, of, of, of death. Of Soyev Avoyu. And Rabbeinu Shalom came, created Shabbos, so it's Vaychulu, Hashemayim, Veoretz, Vecholtz, Vom. Vaychulu, Vaychal, the Medrash explains from Loshen Kli. It's only then that the Shemayim and the Oretz and all the creations became a Kli, an instrument that you could use to live, to settle, it became a habitable place. But before that, it was Soyev Avoyu, just like on the first day. Now, this is very strange because two psukim before it says, And we know from Rashi that Rashi says, Why doesn't on the second day of Sheishis and Mibreshis, why doesn't it say Toiv? Because since that Bria was not completed and perfected on the second day, so anything that's not Sholim, it's not complete, is not, cannot be called Toiv. So if the Rabbeinu Shalom testifies 
that the Bria from Sheishes in Hebraishis, before Shabbos was created, that means that the Bria of Sheishes in Hebraishis was in the highest form of perfection. So how could the Chazal come and say that prior to the Bria of Shabbos, the world was in a state of Soyevavoy? How could it be Toiv Meoid and Soyevavoy? How could you have the two of them together? So I think it's not so difficult. The Ramban says on the Posik, Vashem Beirach es Avrom Bakoil. So the Chazal say, Ba Soyel Avrom Avinu, Bakoil Shmo. Avram Avinu had a daughter, and her name was Bakoil. So the Rabban seems to be saying that with all due reference and covet to Avram Avinu's daughter, and she was certainly exceptional and so forth as befitting a daughter of Avram Avinu, but to say, to say that that Bakoil only includes that Avram Avinu had a daughter is diminishing of the meaning of Bakoil. Therefore the Rabban says, al pikabole. That bas means there's a mido. There's a mido of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is called Bakoil. And Avram Avinu had this mido. Hashem Be'er has Avram Bakoil. Bas ye, bas hoyel HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Bakoil Shema. Well, I, uh, I don't know Kabole. But, uh, but the nigla of the Kabole. So I would say, what is this mido of Bakoil? The matzav of the world before Shabbos was created was that each thing by itself was toiv mioit, reached the highest form of perfection, but they didn't harmonize together. Each one was doing his own thing. And if each one is doing his own thing without harmonizing and cooperating and lending its koiches to the others, so then you have a state of soyevavoyim, you have a state of anarchy. Just imagine if you would have a symphony orchestra with the greatest players. One is a virtuoso on this instrument and the other one. And he plays his fiddle regardless whatever the others do. And this one plays his bugle or whatever regardless what the others do. So we know that we're not going to have heavenly music or not even heavenly or any music coming out. It will just be a mixture of koilis. So the Bria which the Rebbein Shalom created in Sheishis and Hebraishis, each thing was toiv. Each thing was shalom, was perfect in his own right. But if they would keep on reproducing itself without regard to the welfare and the benefit of the world, so the insects would multiply into millions and billions and the animals would multiply and no matter what, if you need the ground to build cities, there's deshe over there, then you would have soyevavoy. So what did HaKadosh Bochu create on Shabbos? HaKadosh Bochu gave in the Mideh of Bakoil. The Mideh of Bakoil means that you're able to join, to enter everything and to be a broche, a blessing to everything. Vashem Beirach has Avrom Bakoil. Avrom Ovinu had that Mideh that he was, whatever he touched, turned into a broche. He had concern for everyone and for everything. He was the Avhamu in Goyim and he was a source of blessing. To, to, to the world. He was the Mikoy Habroches. This is what Avrom was to mankind, Shabbos was to the Bria. Before that, his Vayaralikim is called Asherosa Vinetoiv Meoit. But they lacked that Vaychulu, that coil, that Midov Bakoil of harmonizing, of cooperating together. And Behemes, 
in order to, to cooperate together. And I think this is what the Mephoshim, when they say that in Sheishis he mebreishis, HaKadosh Baruch who created the world, Yesh Me'ayim. And by Shabbos, it was Yesh Me'ayish. So it doesn't just mean Yesh Me'ayish, the Yesh from its own Yesh, that, that, the, that the, the tree produced fruit, or from the fruit came out a tree. But Yesh Me'ayish means Yesh from, from all the Yeshes, that, that each one gave his Koyach to the entire Briye. And in order to be able to do it, you have to have the Koyach of Vayishboys. You sometimes have to, in order to let the other, the other person or the other Briye to, to produce, you have to take, to take a back seat. Because if each one wants to be the Roish, the top, so then you're not going to join together. So you have to have the Koyach of Shvise, of a little bit taking a back seat, let him be the driver. And sometimes he changes around. He's the driver, he's, he takes a back seat, and I take the driver. Without the koyach of shvise, is giving the other one a chance, I would say that, Be'emes, I once said in Shirem Broches, we have a machlekes, it seems from the Yerushalmi, that Yerushalmi holds that the, the broch of Boire Nefoshes ends with Shem. Oh, hato Hashem, We do not end. In the Gemara in Bavli, we don't find that it ends with, with Hashem. So therefore we say, What's the machlekes, whether it ends with Hashem or not? Well, we have a cloud. A brocha arucho begins with boruch and ends with boruch. A brocha ktsoro sometimes begins with boruch and doesn't end with boruch, sometimes the reverse. And the Miri says, what is considered brocha arucho doesn't depend on the number of words. But if the brocha contains two inyonim, then it's a brocha arucho. You'll find in most of the broches aruchos that begin and end with boruch, except when it's muchal chavato, it contains a shevach and a tefillah. So therefore, it's like two broches in one. Two broches in one. But since the second broche is somoch to the first, it doesn't begin with boruch. And it ends with boruch. So sometimes you have a brocho that's kule shevach. But if it contains two types of shvochim, then that would make it a brocha arucho, like two broches in one. The first one begins with boch, doesn't end with boch, because it's a brocha k'tzoro. And the second one, which ends with boch, and doesn't begin with boch, because it's mucha to the first. So it's two broches in one. So Bemis in the Taich of Boire Nefoshes Rabbis V'cheschoyno. What does it mean? We thank Hashem that He created Nefoshes Rabbis and Cheschoyno. So Teisves learns that Cheschoyno means the needs. In other words, the basic necessities of life. That if you don't have it, you miss it. If you don't have food, don't have bread, so you miss it. Alkol means on top of what you created, the luxuries in life, that you could get along without it, but it makes life more livable. It makes life more enjoyable, more livable. So therefore, according to this, this broche contains two inyonim of sheva. A shevach on necessities and a shevach vehuido on the luxuries of life. But the Chafetz Chaim, and I think there's a Tzfuna, he explains that so we really, we thank Hashem that he created nefoshis rabbis and each one with a chesor. That he didn't create a perfect briye that would be self-sufficing. Each one has a chesor. What's the advantage that each one has a chesor? Is lahachius bem nefesh kolchay. If I, I cannot exist alone by myself, so I need him. 
he cannot exist alone by himself, so he needs me. Therefore, it gives a chance, lahachis bem nefesh kolchoi. So therefore, according to this, then the broche of boire nefoshes consists only one shevach veridor, that it's boire nefoshes rabbis v'chesroim. So therefore, that could be the machlekes, whether you end up with bocha to Hashem cheyolomim or not. If we learn like Teisves, so it's really two broches, one broche chesroinom and the necessities of life, and one brocho, lahachis bem nefesh kolchoi, and the luxuries of life. You could get along without it, but it's, the life is more pleasurable, more enjoyable. Whereas according to the Chofetz Chaim, it's really one shevach v'yido of boire nefoshes rabbis v'chesroinom. And lahachis bem is a tam. What's so good about v'chesroinom? Lahachis bem nefesh kolchoi. This is oilom chesed yibone. Whether you want to or not, the world exists with the midah of chesed. Each one needs someone else. So therefore, that's one shevach, one shevach, is a brochok tzorah. Brochok tzorah does not end with both. So this is the union of Shabbos. This is the union, the interplay of all the forces, of all the creations, of all the kuiches in the teva, that they should harmonize and cooperate one with another. And therefore, toivim ashnayim in then you have the broche of vayvorech elekim esyoyim ashvi. According to this, perhaps we could understand what the Medrash says, why doesn't it say by Shabbos, vayhiere, vayivoyke, and Bemis, when I speak about Medroshim and I face Rav Olberg, who is my shochen toiv in, in the room, I'm, I'm very wary. So you'll have to, you'll have to excuse me. But um, because uh, really, if I would remember all the things that Rav Olberg told me, I, it, life would be more enjoyable now, I can tell you this much. Lach is bem nefesh So the... Uh, so the uh, the Medrash asked, why doesn't it say, So the Medrash gives a time, there was no Erev. By the first Shabbos, there was no Erev. It was 30, 36 hours, was completely, completely light. But in view of what we said now, we could have another reason why it doesn't say, Because if it would say, So that means Shabbos would be a day like any other day. Just like you have a Bria of Yom Rishon, a Bria of Yom Sheni, a Bria of Yom Shlishi, you have a Bria of Yom Shvi. But according to what the Torah says about Shabbos, Shabbos is a Bria which joins all the other six days. So it's not a separate day. It's without Shabbos, you cannot have the Sheishis Yemibreshis. The Broche of Shabbos is needed for the Sheishis Yemibreshis. And in fact, if the Chazal say, by Vorech Elokim Yom Shvi, it says that, uh, that Bechoi Biman, why did they mention Bechoi Biman? Why? And after all, the Broche is, is in everything. What's the Bechoi Biman? But as we say that the union of Shabbos is the Chibur, the Chibur of all the Koychis. So the, the biggest illustration of the Koyach of Shabbos, of this Chibur, is not only the Chibur of things and of Koychis that we find in this world, but if we have that Chibur of Shamayim Voritz, Man was the highest and strongest illustration of the connection of Shomayim Voritz. Lechem came in a Shomayim. That came because of the Broche of Shabbos. The Broche of Shabbos which joined all the Koiches together. By Chulu HaShomayim Voritz, Becholtzvom, by Chalalikim, then the Rabbeinu made it into a Kli, into the middle of Bakoil, that it's an instrument, it could be used, it could be harmonized, could be cooperated. So in this Pchina of Yom HaShvi, Shabbos is part and parcel of the world. It's part of the world, and it's the bracha of the world. It's the sefes bracha of the world. But what is the union of Yoima Shabbos? Yoima Shabbos 
is a completely new punim to Shabbos. A different, a complete new nature of the, of the union of Shabbos. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, the Gemara says in Beye, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Matono toivo yeshli beveis gnozai v'shabos shmo. So notice, Chazal say, I have a matono toivo beveis gnozai. Shabbos actually was part of the Briah. So why does the Ravain have to bring it down from Shammai? Let's say the Shabbos that's in the world. I'll give you the Shabbos. And even by Shammaiim, it's not, it's not to be found stand by Shammaiim, it's Beveiz Gnozai. It's there in the hidden treasures, there's a treasure that's called Shabbos. The Ravain says, I'll take that treasure, which even by Shammaiim you cannot find it. It's hidden beveis gnozai, and I'll give it to Klal Yisrael. But what are the Chazala, what are they telling us? Chazala telling us that even though one aspect of Shabbos is to be part of the Briyeh, and to be a broche to the Briyeh, and a shlomet to the Briyeh, but there's another union of Shabbos to be able to be completely removed and apart and separate and mufrosh and moved all from the entire Briyeh. It's as if the Briyeh doesn't exist, as if nothing exists but HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In this union of Shabbos is like Ach Bayuim Orishin Tashbisu. This is an union of Beetle to the entire Briye, Beetle to everything. That this is to remove yourself completely from the Briye. This is the union of Yoima Shabbos. Mitzad, the Shaykhes of Shabbos to the Briye, it's called Yoima Shvi. You have six days, and this is the seventh day. Mitzad, this Koyach of Shabbos, that a Koyach of Gdushe. And a koyach of Gdushe means hafroshe and avdole, from all in Yonim, from all in Yoni Hageshem. And to see that in all the in Yonim Hageshem, to see the spiritual forces, that's the koyach of Shabbos which comes in Hashemayim. And even Bashomayim, it's Beveiz Gnozai. This is called Shabbos. This is Yoima Shabbos. So, who, who was the one who is instrumental in bringing this koyach or utilizing? This koyach which is in Shabbos, that was given to Klal Yisrael. Only Klal Yisrael could utilize and bring out the potential of Gdushe, the Shefa of Gdushe, which is in Shabbos. It's through the Bnei Yisrael observing Shabbos that this Shefa Gdushe of Achoke and Avdole from the world comes to the world. This is, this is Shabbos. And therefore you find in, 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 in Seder of Ayake, it says, says, First, then, And the, the, I think the, the, the meaning is, is quite obvious. Because what does the Posik refer to? The Posik refers to the union of the Melocha of Asiyas Hamishka. So the Torah tells us that the, the work that's necessary to be done to build the Mishkan has to be done on six days, but not on Shabbos. Now, if the Bnei Yisrael would occupy themselves with the building of the Mishkan on Shabbos, so then they would still be Mikhaim the Yoima Shabbos. Because what are they, Oisik, what are they occupying themselves? With building Dusha, bringing Dusha to the world, making a center of Dusha. So then this would not contradict the aspect of Yoima Shabbos, to remove yourself entirely from this world. Building a Mishkan is being Oisek in, in Yonim, that's Lemailo, that's Kuloi, spiritual Ruchnizdik in Yonim. But it's contrary to the spirit of Bayoim Shvi. 
But by Yom HaShvid, that the Shabbos is a brocha to this world, that it's also a oinek and a menucho, so if on Shabbos you'd have to build the Mishkan, it would be contrary to the Vayim HaShvid. So therefore it says, Sheishes Yomim, Teyosem Elocho of the Mishkan, Uvayim HaShvid, Yielochem Koidesh. The Yom HaShvid not only has to be Koidesh Lashem, that's in the Pchine of Yom HaShabbos, but Mitzad the Pchine of Yom HaShvid, it has to be Lochem for your sake. That like the Gemara says in Psochim, Hakol Moidim, everybody's Moidim that by Shabbos, even though by Yontem Zamachlekes, whether you have to have what it could be Kulil Hashem, but by Shabbos, everybody's Moidim that it has to be Chetz Yelochem. Yelochem Koidesh. So if you will be Oisek on the Shabbos the day, completely with building of the Mishkon, this would be, not be contrary to the spirit of Yom Shabbos, the Indian of Yom Shabbos, but it would be contrary to the spirit of what? Of Bayoim Ashvi. Bayoim Ashvi, your part and parcel of the Briye. And Shabbos is a broche, a noinek, a menuche to the, to the Briye. So therefore, Bayoim Ashvi, Yielochem Kodesh. But But if you're going to kindle a fire in all your dwellings, so then this may not be a stire to Yoim Ashvi. You enjoy the fire. You don't want to sit in the darkness. But this would be contrary to the Yoim Shabbos. It's a Yom HaShabbos that you have to be totally removed from Moish Vaseichem. Therefore, they sevaro eish bechol bechol Moish Vaseichem. And that's why we find in the Tfilas, without going that on Friday night we have the union of Yom HaShvi. On Shabbos in the morning already we say that Yismach Moish Matas Chelko Kevinam Kroselo Tzutefers Boishin Asata Bomdel Vanechal Sinoish Neiloches Avon Horeb Yodav Chosbem Shmirah Shabbos.